Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Hello, gorgeous goddesses, and welcome back to the Cool Mom 101 podcast. I'm your host, Emily Kylo, and we are here for episode 65, chatting all things female friendships. And this is a solo episode, and it's about to get a little bit juicy. So before we get into that, I wanted to make sure everyone hears it here, maybe first. I am introducing a brand new, exciting fucking offering called the Confidence Starter Bundle. So in this incredible starter bundle, you are going to be getting the modalities that I use myself and with my clients to really help build confidence and show people that they can start living their purpose. That's really the whole point of building your confidence. So with this bundle, I'm giving you all the tools you need. There is a higher self walking meditation, a bad bitch tapping session, confidence meditation, boss bitch affirmations, and a get ready with me meditation. And there's going to be bonuses. So you're going to want to make sure you get on in and be one of the first to get your little hands on that and go to bit.ly slash cool confidence bundle. That's bit.ly slash cool confidence bundle. And I will link it below. And so you're going to get all these incredible tools ready for you, ready for you to step into that fucking power. So I'm excited to see the results. Make sure you tag me on Instagram and I'm always here on DMs if you want to chat about your journey. Okay, let's get to today's episode. So like I said, we're chatting all things female friendships, the good, the bad, the in-between. So we are going to be going through the sisterhood wound, why female friendships are so important. We are also going to talk about friendship breakups and why those are so painful and how we can work to heal and also why they happen. And lastly, we're going to talk about friendships within motherhood. So those are all the exciting things we got going on for this episode. So let's get right on into it. So female friendships are super powerful. And I think most women know this. And sometimes it's a little bit of an intangible and it's hard to even really put your finger on why. But let's talk about biology of it for a moment. So women and our biology, we need friendships and relationships, I should say more broadly, we need relationships to survive. So the way that our bodies and our nervous systems are built, we that's like our first primary need. With community, it's how we're able to back in the day, for example, how we were able to have our children, keep them healthy and thriving is because we had all those relationships to help us. You know, you'd have your aunt who would help you, your mother, your grandmother, your everyone in that community would be helping you. So like I said, the biology of it is that women, that is the primary need that we have is for relationship and connection. So that is one of the reasons why it's so powerful when you get 
women friendships because we both, I think, really understand that really innate need and desire. So we kind of understand that. So there's a really specific energy I find to when women come together. And it's why things like women's circles are such an incredible thing and why trauma healing can be powerful and things like even breath work. They can be that extra level of powerful and really transformative because all that female energy is really amplified. Also, it's super interesting with female friendships, they can actually help with stress. And I'm sure that's not like a really completely newsflash thing to people, but I found this really interesting study out of UCLA and they really identified a broad biological and behavior pattern that explains a key method used by women to cope with stress and at the same time highlights one of the main basic differences between men's and women's behavior. So this pattern, and they refer to it as tend and befriend, shows that females of many species, actually not just humans, but we're focusing on the humans, females of of many species, like I said, respond to stressful conditions by protecting and nurturing their young. That is like that tend response. And then by seeking social contact and support from others, especially other females. So that's that befriend part. So this is kind of different than, for example, the fight or flight response. So a lot of women tend to have this type of response. And so in something like, for example, the pandemic that we've been going through, a lot of women were able to cope with the stress in a different way by that tend and befriend mechanism. So it's super fascinating to me, um, but I've definitely noticed it in my life and you probably have too, that when things are really stressful, sometimes you want to reach out to one of your very close female friends and kind of talk things through. And I think you you notice that it's different when you do that versus with, say, um, a male friend or your partner, if they're a man as well. And it's just a different vibe. So that research kind of spoke to that for me. And I find that it definitely is something that I have leaned on over the years. Uh, and it's just cool to see kind of research being done around it. Another powerful moment that I wanted to talk about in my life in terms of sisterhood, and this is kind of sisterhood at large versus female friendships, but I just thought it was important to talk about, was actually in my labor. So in my labor, I ended up having an incredible doula there called, her name's Ariel, and I had never met Ariel before. So this was really fascinating to me because I just felt so held by her. And of course, she's a professional what she does, but I felt so held by her and so connected to her, even though I'd never even met her. And she's at this, you know, life-changing transformative event with me. But to me, it just really highlighted that incredible presence that sisterhood can have and that incredible bond that is there. And I mean, especially for something like that, where it is such, of course, an incredible experience for women that we go through, but it was really fascinating to me how close I could feel to her without having met her before. So I wanted to make sure I threw that in there as kind of an example of how powerful sisterhood can be if if we really want to let it and if we want to open our hearts and allow it in. Okay, so that is a little 
bit about the power of female friendships and why women really lean on them and why we are wired in our biology to really need that connection, that relationship piece. So next I want to go into a little bit about the you know, more ugly side of sisterhood and female friendships. And that is the sisterhood wound. So I think this is something that's really important for women to kind of know about and to examine in their lives. So really the sisterhood wound, if you really want to boil it down to me, it's about that bullying between women and that aggression between women. And the way you kind of see it now, I find is a lot of that competition, that wanting to cut women down, who you see, like you see a woman who's being really successful and it's that like desire to kind of cut them down. That to me is an example and would be evidence that there's a lot of sisterhood wounding that you might want to take a look at. And this is a no judgment thing here too, because I want to say this is something that has been, you know, put on us in a way because of the patriarchal society that we live in. It's really taught us to distrust the other women. It's really taught us to be in our masculine energy and that other women are competition. And really essentially it's taught us to distrust our sisters. So we're at a place now where if we choose, we can learn to really build those relationships up again and overall really look at being able to trust all the women around us. So sisterhood wounding is really a lot of that behind the back and relational aggression and relational aggression. It really is that threat of damage to a relationship. So that's what that's about. So an example I'll give for that is really, because I think this is when we've all probably experienced it, is say you're in high school and there's a rumor that gets spread about you. And that rumor, there's a threat around it because of that rumor. There's a threat that you might be excluded from the friend group. So back to our biology, what happens when a woman feels they're going to be excluded is we really in that primal brain understand that as a threat to our survival. So to just kind of put the pieces together, a rumor is spread about you using this high school example, a rumor is spread about you. You are now threatened to be excluded. You now feel like you have no community or support, which at your core makes you feel like you might die because if you have no support and community around you, you're dead. That's essentially, again, very like basic terms, but that's kind of like why those things are so um, scary to women. It's, it's because we will put the pieces together that we would actually die. That's why the relational aggression is so scary and being left out and bullied is so detrimental really to women. So that's a little bit about the sisterhood wound. And I think we've all experienced it at one point or another, or maybe you haven't really heard of it. And this is opening your mind up to why you maybe acted a certain way. Um, So I hope that that was helpful and gives you a little bit of context around that. So let's now move into, I want to talk about friendship breakups. So these are, I think everyone's probably been through one and these can be 
as painful in a way as the romantic relationship breaks up. And part of why that is, is what I was explaining earlier, is that the biology of women is that we need those relationships and that connection. And of course, we really need it and want it from the men in our lives. And we really do also want it from the the women and the females in our lives. So like I said, it can be just as painful in some ways. And it also, I think, sometimes can be almost more confusing because oftentimes we don't even have that conversation. You know, um, you know, it's so common in dating now that there's ghosting, but I think in friendships that happens even more often and has historically where either you'll kind of, someone will just kind of keep backing away and backing away until it's done. And I think you often don't get to have those conversations, those quote unquote breakup conversations of like, Hey, this is why the friendship's ending. So it really is something that I think we've all been through and it really can happen for a lot of different reasons. And I just wanted to bring that up a little bit because that's something I talked about in my um, Instagram stories and pulled everyone on. And I also pulled people on like why friendships can be challenging. And I think these are some of the same reasons that friendships can, you know, disintegrate and break up, but changing interests, is one way moving or like big life changes, uh, different expectations. I think that's a huge reason the friendship breakups happen. Those life changes, as I mentioned, and also this came up a lot with my audience is misaligned parenting. So, you know, you might parent in a very different way on certain things. And I think that can cause tension sometimes. And then another way that these things happen is you know, different life values or beliefs. So if you have really different values or beliefs, it's hard to stay in that friendship. So those are some of the reasons why this happens. And I was also reading this recent study that showed that we we often see friendship differently, as in we both have different views on if we are super good friends versus not. And I don't bring this up to scare people. I just want to talk about those expectations for a bit. I think that's one of the main reasons why, you know, a friendship can break up. So in terms of friendship breakups and healing them, I think something that I find to be really helpful is to actually tell the person. And of course you want to come from a very loving and kind place. But I do think it can be really healing to just um, put it out there as to why, you know, you aren't really talking anymore or why perhaps it's time that your relationship took took on a different, you know, format as in you're not friends anymore versus you were really good friends. So I do think it's best to take that time. It feels a little sticky, I think, but I I do think overall it's best to let the person know because too, if you've been on the other end, it can be a little confusing. And I think sometimes it is just a case of you've drifted apart and it's not necessarily there's a need for you to say like, hey, by the way, I'm not friends with you anymore because of X, Y, and Z. And I think you know the difference when you do feel strongly that it's time for you to part ways then it's time to have that conversation and explain a little bit about, again, like I said, without being cruel or mean, you're coming from that place of love and understanding and explaining to them what, you know, is that new boundary and what needs to happen in that relationship. So 
that's kind of a bit about friendship breakups. And if you're going through one, I want to say I love you and I see you. And I know it's not easy because some of these relationships, you know, you've had a lot longer than maybe your romantic relationships have been. And that's, I think, why they can be really, really painful. And the other reason, as I was mentioning, is that sometimes you don't really get any of that discussion or that quote unquote breakup conversation. Um, so I just want to say, I love you and I see you and kind of like dating romantic relationships. There are other friends in the sea. So if, if you do have that breakup happening or has happened, know that that is for a reason and that you're just opening space for new soul friendships to come in. Because that's what, at the end of the day, I think for me, that's what I want. And that's what I want for you is those soul friends that you really have that connection with and that you can have deep conversations with and you can talk about your hopes and your dreams and, you know, what you're manifesting this month, right? That's what I want for you. And so just know that and hold that belief for yourself that when and if you're letting go of friendships, it's so that better, more aligned, juicy friendships can come in. I love that for you. I love that for us. So last thing I want to talk about was a bit around friendships within motherhood. So first of all, I want to tell you some of my challenges because I know some of you can probably relate. So first one is I'm the only one of my friend group to have kids. So that is a unique challenge. I think it's more almost on that emotional level because I'm really grateful that, you know, my friend's really do put in the effort to try and come see me um, because I live a little further out of the city than where they live. So I get that piece is hard for some people and I totally understand that. I'm living that. They've done a really, really good job. But I think on that emotional level, it's hard sometimes when at the end of the day, they don't understand. It's, I think you can still have empathy and they definitely have that, but there's no one else who really fully understands except other moms, right? So that has been just an interesting challenge to navigate. But I will say I'm so grateful for them for really understanding in a lot of ways what I'm going through and making the effort to come and see me because we live 40 minutes kind of away from each other and making that effort to come see me. It's so helpful, right? When you have a million things going on and you're trying to put your kid to bed and all this stuff, it's really nice that oftentimes they'll come see me. So yeah, super grateful for that. And another one of my friends, I always, and I tell her this, I'm so grateful that she always invites me. Even if I do have to say no, sometimes she still always includes me. Right. And that is huge because you don't want to feel like you're just not being included or that you're just being kind of like written off because you have a kid. That's like not a fun zone to be in. So yeah, I definitely really appreciate the ones who still invite me, even if, you know, I, then I can have the option to say no if I can't go. Another challenge for me is that I I don't really, and this speaks to the first point, is that I'm the only f- one of my friend group to have kids. And then that flip side is I haven't really made any mom friends. And the ones I have made, we haven't really hung out because of COVID, right? So 
who knows? And I'm holding that space and really putting that out there that I would love to have some like super cool mom friends. I mean, the ideal is mom friends who are also entrepreneurs because then they really get it. Um, and you know, I'm starting to plant those seeds. So I know they're going to like bloom and blossom into friendships, but that can be a bit of a challenge for me too. So if you're having any of those, know that I see ya. And the other thing I want to say about friendships within motherhood is that I kind of mentioned this, but no one really fully understands except other moms. So I think it is so key to find some of those friendships. And I definitely have some of those online and I'm so grateful for those. Um, And I'm just working on some IRL ones, you know? Okay, loves, that is my solo episode on female friendships. We talked about why we crave them and need them. We talked a little about the sisterhood wound and how to heal from friendship breakups. And we also talked about friendships within motherhood. So I'll just leave by saying that... I have, I'm so deeply grateful for my female friendships and the women like you that I've met and the women that I've met online and the women I've met through coaching and through becoming a mom. I'm just so, so grateful. I'm just sending all of you so much love. And I am, as I said, working towards creating more of those really like soul friendships. And I, I'm holding that vision for you as well. So that's episode six. All about female friendships. And as usual, hit me up in the DMs or send me an email, send me a message. I love hearing from you. And if you haven't written me a review, that is always amazing because then I can reach more women and educate more women about all these things I'm passionate about. And also, if you could screenshot this, tag me on Instagram. It's an amazing little energy exchange for the energy I put into making these episodes for you. I love it. I'll do it all day long and I would love to see it on social. So please tag me. All right, loves. This has been episode 65, all about female friendships. I hope you loved it and I will see you in the next one. Love you. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.